0: hey ladies it's the ppp podcast with your host money the lounge for the poised paid and prospering woman has everything you need in female entrepreneurism in the lounge let me take you through my sizable risks, tremendous rewards and greatest challenges that established my career as well as the balance i had to initiate while still remaining poised paid and prosperous Female ran enterprises are steadily growing all over the world contributing to household incomes and the growth of national economies i will walk us through the successes of the fashion apparel and retail industries at the highest levels grow with me ladies without further delay here's another amazing episode of the ppp podcast it's your host money and we're back with another one well you know this is the first one but you know you get it it's another one ppp What does it stand for? Poise, paid, and prospering. The poised, the paid, the prospering woman. The classy, sassy, go-getter, entrepreneur, her, hustler, diva, growing, achieving, striving, woman. Or one man, man. You know, whomever's listening. So yeah, we're going to talk about... What it's like to be an entrepreneur, the lifestyle. We're going to talk about me, money, the host. If you didn't know, hey, I'm the host. Yeah. And why did I choose PPP? Why did I choose PPP to be the podcast name? Right. Well, we all know the infamous PPP loan. Right. I wish I got it. Lord. Ooh, my application still pending. Oh, my God. It is. I applied, boy. They said the funds was exhausting. Oh, my God. I ain't get it, man. But shout out to everybody that did get it, Lord. Bless y'all souls and bank accounts and businesses. May y'all be doing great. All them parties they was throwing, all them bags and trips y'all was taking. I saw y'all. I was working, though. I was working while y'all was balling. Whew. What a time to be alive. I'm going to tell my grandkids about that time. <laughs> I am. So, yeah, I had to go with the PPP because that's going to be a forever memorable time. Like, that was like one of the best times ever. Like, that's how I'm going to tell my grandkids. I'm like, in 2020, she, the world was balling. Everybody was balling. But your grandma was, she was working. She ain't get it, but we lit nine though. We lit. We lit nando. <laughs> we lit nando. But, yeah, that's where it came from. Um. Basically because I just was like, it's trending, it's going to be a familiar thing forever, it's never, we're going to always talk about the PPP. We're going to always reminisce, we're always going to talk about it. So why not go with it? But instead of it being a whole like paychecks protection program, it's for the poised, the paid, and the prospering woman. It makes sense. I think it do. Okay? So me, money, your host. I'm a uh, female entrepreneur, obviously. Girl boss, girl CEO. You know, out here just doing what I can trying to get by, trying to help others get by, just trying to pursue my happiness, whatever that is. So, y'all, if you didn't know, I am from New Orleans. I am. I'm at the Seven wall, you know, the out of is be like, what wall you from? What wall you from? I got a cousin from New Orleans. Everybody swear to God, everybody out the 17th. Because that's what they, they think, you know, because Wayne, nah. I'm at the Seven wall, downtown, you know. I'm a hood princess, boy. I'm like Princess Diana. LOL. <laughs> did I just say LOL? <laughs> I did. But no, y'all, I'm from New Orleans, born and raised. Yeah. I'm going to get out of here one day from the hood to the hills. I had to say that. <laughs> I had to say that. So some insight on me. Um, You know, a lot of people don't know because I am like... I grew up, like, I guess it would say, like, hood rich. Like, a lot of people think that I come from, like, a family with gold spoons. And my mom was a lawyer and my daddy was a doctor. I grew up in the ghetto. Shit, it is what it is. The whole New Orleans is ghetto, if you ask me. But I went to private school my entire life. Yeah, I I worked for everything I have. I literally worked. I mean, I didn't get an allowance. My mom just... Gave me the game and she was like, the world is yours and everything in it. You gotta get out here and get on your grind and get it. Literally, that jeezy line that 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 line is a real, real line. My mama told me, sorry, baby boy, you gotta go get a job. At 15, I got a job. I was working a real job at 15, yo. People thought that I just had it made in the shade. I'm clocking in while y'all at the basketball games. I'm clocking in while my friends chilling and playing baseball and just living a life. I'm the one with the job. Money had a job. I be telling people I've been having my name since a little girl. I've been, I've been working. I've been working since fifteen. So that's that's some insight, right? I got my first job at fifteen, and guess what the hell I was doing at fifteen? You won't believe it. Because if I would have pursued that in my adult world, I wonder where I would be at if I would have did that, if I would have just kept going on with that. My first job was uh, working at the head store. I was slinging hell. Yeah, I was. I was selling a lot of hell. I was selling. That was when the girls was, you was an it girl if you won't if you wore Remy, you was like that girl. Like the bus downs, how we got the bust down, 30 inches. That's the it girls, you know. You was an it girl then, if you wore Remy. The girls was wearing the, whew, we ain't going to talk about it. This is a podcast of prospering growth. Let me tell you, the girls was coming to get the Doobie, the 27 pieces, the purple pack, the Milky Way Yaki, Lord. The Velvet Remy. whoo! bring back the pack, here, because these bundles is high. The pack, here shit, I used to wear that, um, I, what was the hair I used to wear? Saga Remy. Saga Remy, the red pack. That was my hair. I used to get it in jet black, y'all. That was my hair. But let me tell you, I was an it girl. Listen, when the packs came in, they like, you like this? I'm like, this stay work right here? <laughs> yeah, they gonna buy this. I'm telling you, I was working for Koreans, y'all, at 15, and I was selling the girls hell. Now, if I would have pursued hell instead of clothes, I know a lot about hell. Even though, like, I don't know why I didn't go forward with hell. That's really a question. Like, why didn't I leave from working, you know, the hair stores and sell hell? And that makes me think about my pa-ran. He brought, he... He asked me. He asked me if I wanted him to buy me the hell. That was when a bundles started coming about. And i never forget when, before girls even knew what bundles was. Like, I remember them people bringing a big old box of hell, but it didn't have no name on it. It just was like, you know how the bundles be. And it was like, what you think about this? All these Koreans, I'm the only black girl. Mind y'all, the bundles came around when I was like, I want to say like 17, hey, bundles came out when I was like 17, almost 18. And it was like, what you think about this? I was like, you know, like, let me wash it. I went and go put in the bathroom. I'm washing it, shampooing I'm trying to see what, what it is. I was like, it's going to sell. I mean, I'm here. I can sell anything. And I mean, <laughs> the bundles took over. Shit, bundles hit the black community worse than crack. Because <laughs> I ain't seen no blowout in a long time, ladies. Bring back the natural hair. I got an afro. I wear my natural hair when I want to. But nah, seriously. I saw bundles before the girls saw bundles. I was the reason kind of why the girls was getting the bundles. Cause I was like, yeah, keep the bundles. Cause they were about to send the shit back. Cause they know what it They was like, they knew what it was, but it was like something new. Like You know, it's like a you got to test it out. And I'm like, I think the girl's going to like it. Long as you could dye it, you know, like bleach it, it's not going to tangle, it's not going to shed, the girls are going to buy it. And longevity, you know, most girls want to spend more money if they're going to be able to get more wears. Like, I don't want to spend $100 on something that I can't wear for more than a month. You get what I'm saying? So I understood all that. But, yeah, I was slinging bundles. I was slinging perms bw's developers all that like i know so much about her that i should have really been a hairstylist and if we're going to be totally honest i wanted to be a beautician like i wanted to be a pediatrician as a little girl and i wanted to be a beautician so that's kind of why i got a job at the hair store but my mama was just like you got to get a job and she knew the koreans and yeah, she was like my daughter need a job and he just hired me and i tell y'all today in 2023 if i needed a job I can go to any hair store that's owned by Koreans in New Orleans, and they're going to give me a job. I made the people a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of money. I mean, I even helped them open up a store, and I I organized the, the whole store. That's how, I, like, <sighs> I was, I ain't know my gift before I knew, I knew it, but I was young. I ain't have no choice but to go to work. That's what I did, and they wasn't paying me shit. They was paying me, but it was money then. But yeah, my first job y'all was a hair store, and I worked there from being 15 all the way from my freshman in high school, all the way to my freshman in college. I worked for them people down what five years, and like I said, if I go back today, um, they'll give me a job. They'll definitely give me a job. And I and I and I say that in in a humble way, like I'm appreciative of. Like just everything that they taught me, like me getting the experience of opening up a store with them, knowing like how to count inventory. They never let me see the fucking, um, the inventory sheet that was like forbidding. Like when shipment came in, you can't look at how much shit was you. You better not look at that paper that's on the box. They don't want you to know the vendor that they're getting their hair from or their products from. They don't they don't want you to know where they're getting their merchandise from. Like no one. I mean, that's 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 just reality with any business. They don't. No one wants you to know their supplier. I don't care what no one says. If you're not in um an industry of teaching or an industry of selling, I guess, vendors, most people don't want you to know their source. Um. So, yeah, like working at the hair store. You know, like I couldn't know I couldn't work the register and I couldn't know where they were getting their inventory from. My job was to be a sales associate, you know, like help do inventory, price everything, make sure everything is organized and sell the products, help the clients when they come in, help the girls get what they need. That's what I was doing. And I did a damn good job at it. I actually I actually love that job I'm not gonna lie I actually really really enjoyed my first job and I had it for a long time like I said I had my job for like five years and if I want to go back I could go back but God please don't ever send me back Lord I take out a PPP loan before I go back okay if they come out with like a part two of it you know yeah, the hair store. And after I worked at the hair store, where did I work at? I worked there up until I was a freshman in college. And then, ah, I worked at, um, Godiva, the chocolatier. It was inside of one of our malls. Listen, I didn't work at like Foot Locker or Cookie Place. I worked at Godiva. Godiva was considered the only luxury store in that mall. And mind you, they had Michael Kors in the mall. Michael Kors was not even considered luxury. Godiva, the chocolate, one of my favorite stores to get chocolate from. Shoutouts to Godiva. Yeah, I was working at the Godiva chocolates here. I was dipping the strawberries. Yeah, six strawberries for forty-eight dollars. Ooh, that's some good chocolate. <laughs> I worked there for like a year, and that was a cool job. It was nice. I don't know why I quit. I don't know what happened. I couldn't even tell you. It was so long ago. But I made sure I went back and let them know I'm doing good without y'all. Mm-hmm. But I wonder why I quit. I ain't, I ain't get fired though. No, I know I ain't. I just quit. And then I end up going, um, to college. I end up going to college. I went to Southeastern and y'all again, another job. This is one of the worst jobs I've ever had in my entire life. It paid me the least amount of money I've ever made in my entire life for the hardest amount of work I've ever done in my entire life. Oh my God, that was robbery. Y'all, I worked at Little Caesars Pizza. The first one in Hammond. That was horrible. That was so horrible Oh, that was so horrible, y'all. Just talking about it right now and reminiscing on it. I hated that for me. If I could go back, I would have been doing her at school or something because that was a time. That was a time. That was a hard job. Making pizza. Oh, my God. Then, you know, I'm an it girl. I wanted my nails on my hair. You couldn't. I had to put my hair in a hairnet. I couldn't wear no nails. It was just, uh. It was horrible, yo. Shout out to anybody that's working at Little Caesars. Keep going. It's only a job. You know, it's not your forever job unless you make it your forever job. It's just a job. But, yeah, I worked at Little Caesars for, like, probably a year also because immediately, I mean, at school, I wasn't really doing my best. And I never really liked school, if we're going to be honest. I went to the best schools in my city, but... I just didn't like school. I just didn't. It just didn't sit right. Like, I didn't understand why I had to learn the things I learned. So when I got into college, I wasn't really going to my classes. I just wasn't really feeling it. Like, I wasn't. And I just was like, I told my mom, I'm like, I'm going to come back. Like, I just kept telling her. I was like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. And I just I came back home for a little while. And when I came back home, um... I'm trying to make sure this timeline right. I went from the hair store to Godiva. From the Godiva to Little Caesars. From Little Caesars, I came back home. Yeah, okay. I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then, y'all, I got into hospitality. Now, I'm going to tell you, between a hair store, between all these jobs, I, I took something from every job I worked at, right? I learned something at every job that... That helps me with myself today as a woman and as a business owner. Every job I've worked at was an attribute to me being the boss that I am today. I literally I'm a sponge. I don't know it all. So I take the uh the good in every bad situation, whether it's a shitty job, I'm still gonna see what am I learning from this and how can I apply it to my day to day life, right? Um so me leaving from working at Little Caesars, I'm like, I'm 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 done with school. That was what it was. I was done with school, I was tired of it. And I um I went back home and I kept telling my mom. My mom was on my back. Like, you need to go back to school. You need to go back to school. Bazi blase, blase. I'm like, I'm going to go back, you know. But in my mind, I'm like, you're not going back. I'm not going back. But I'm telling my mom, I'm going to go back. And I end up working in hospitality. What was the first? I'm not going to mention the hotel name. But it was a Hilton pro- uh, property. It was Hilton. Shout outs to Hilton. I love Hilton properties. Yeah. I worked at, I think, two Hilton hotels too And, um, I actually really like that. I really enjoy working front office. It was pretty cool. It wasn't, it wasn't too much required, but working in corporate America is always a lot. But yeah, I, I worked in hospitality for some years. I think I worked in hospitality from like 18 or 19. No, like, 19. maybe, maybe like three years. Three years. Yeah, because I worked at one hotel for a little while. Had to leave them. They wasn't right. And I worked at another hotel for like two years or a year and a half. Maybe two years. Yeah, I, that last hotel I was working at, y'all, that's when I knew. Like, I always knew that I could be my own boss or I knew that I could make my own money. Because when I was working at the hair store, you know, I knew what I was doing then. But see, when I started working at that second hotel... Y'all, they had commission. Oh, they had commission. That was that was that was everything. Commission was everything, because I was getting hourly, right? But I was also upselling. I was also making extra money, like a lot of extra money for my age at the time. Like I was bringing in money because I'm a seller. I'm a natural seller. Like I don't have to sell you. I just have a conversation with you and I'm gonna tell you 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 need this you deserve luxury you deserve a room with a view you deserve a room on a high floor you deserve a suite like I'm gonna tell you what you deserve whether you came here for tonight you're gonna leave here with it you know and that's just that's just what's natural to me it's just naturally in me so I actually miss working in hospitality because I met so many people and I made a lot of money but it is what it is. One day I might open up a hotel, like a boutique hotel. It's on my to-do list. So yeah, so I, I started out working at the hair store, and I went to the Godiva, Then I went to Little Caesars, then I worked in hospitality. And, um, while I was working in hospitality, y'all, I was working in front office, and listen, I was clocking, I was clocking the dollars over there. But, I say that to say, that was my nine to five, but I was also working on my, my, my future, like, I was still planning. I'm on their computer and I'm doing my job for them. I'm making them extra money that I really didn't have to do, right? I was making them a lot of extra money because, like I said, I was upselling. I was making that extra bread for me. But, of course, it's a lot of extra bread for the the hotel, right? But... I was also working on my business. I was building my website. I was trying to figure out what was going to be my niche, like what it was that I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. And I'm doing a research while I'm at work. I'm searching for vendors, how to get my business license, how to do all these things that I don't know how to do. And I have no help on how to get it done. So I took the time while I was at someone else's job. Right. And I worked on my job. My current job, my future job, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the time that I had to do that. I am. shout out to the Hilton and their Wi-Fi. Yeah, so, I mean, thank God for me having a front office job, and I'm able to, you know, be on a computer. And, you know, the computers, like our phones, they are resources and I literally was on that desk. I'd be checking people in, checking people out. And mind you, this hotel I worked at, y'all, had like 1,622 rooms. So I'm flipping a hotel. I worked the evening shift. So I'm checking people out, and I'm checking all the people back in. And it was a convention hotel. So all the conventions, the people would stay at that hotel. It was, it was busy. But as soon as it slowed down, I was definitely Googling all the things that I needed, all the info that I didn't know, just trying to educate myself on, you know, things that I needed to know more about that I didn't have any insight on and didn't have no mentor or anybody to, to help me really, to guide me, I used that time. Not to mention, y'all, my fourth job, right? Y'all won't believe. <laughs> why? Why I feel like all my jobs are unbelievable. Because I think it's just like the only job I feel like people would, Nobody knows these things. That's the thing. No one knows. I worked at TSA. Yep, TSA, Homeland Security. You know, before you go get on a plane, take your shoes off, take your belts off, put your laptops, your phones in a, in, a, in a bucket. Yeah, that was me. But um, I that didn't last too long. It didn't last. I think I did that for like six months. But not only was I working at the hotel, I was doing TSA at the same time. I mean, y'all, I was hustling. I was hustling my ass off. Yeah, I was hustling like I had kids. Mind you, I ain't have no kids. I just love money. Like, I love nice things. And who gonna give it to me if I don't give it to myself? So I was working, going to TSA in the morning, getting off, going straight to the hotel. And, I mean, I was working all day. And, look. I was even Ubering and lifting. I was Ubering and lifting. I was doing all these things at once. But, I mean, again, I liked it to travel, which I still do. I liked it nice things, which I still do. I like to eat. I like, you know, all the things that creates a nice, healthy lifestyle. And I had to fund it. And Yeah, you had the grind it out day in, day out, day in, day out. I mean, I was getting off of work. I was going to TSA probably like six in the morning. Yeah, probably like six to twelve or six to one. Then I'm going to the Hilton from three to eleven, getting off of work, going Uber from like eleven thirty to like one thirty, two in the morning. And I could remember it's so crazy because that's the drive, and I'm not gonna lie today I I, if I could go back to you know my younger self and her at that time right there I would I would want that ambition again like which I still have but that was a hunger that was like unmatched because why was I working all them jobs like I didn't I didn't have to do that like I was making a good enough amount of money just working at the hotel but I was like no I need more money so I got me the another job that was paying me way more money but you know I just wanted all the money. Then I'm Ubering and Lyfting. Y'all, my mom used to have to call me while I was Ubering and Lyfting and be like, go inside. Like, go to sleep. You got work in the morning. But it was just like the money was calling. Cause every time my phone would bing, I had both of the apps open, Uber and Lyft. And as soon as I picked up somebody with Uber, I had them turn off the Lyft app. And as soon as I dropped them off and turned it back on, I was just like, just trying to just keep it going. But it was like an adrenaline rush. Like, The money was calling, so I just kept going. And my mama really used to be like, go inside, go to sleep. Yeah, that was a time. I was hungry. I want that hunger that I had, I want her to come back. And like I said, it's not that I'm not hungry now, but it's a different type of hunger. Like That hunger right there was like, shit, I don't know. I was just grinding. I miss that. I miss that. I'm more comfortable now, but I'm still hungry. I'm still grinding, but that was a different type. But it was like that struggle, that struggle grind right there. Like, but I didn't have to work all them jobs, but I wanted the money. It was the money that I was getting. You know how you, you like, I got two jobs and I I love the money. So, but I'm wearing myself down. I'm, I'm tearing myself down, but I love the money. That's why I was at, I was young too. I was doing all that at like 21. Yeah, I was on all of that at 21. I was. I was working my ass off, Lord. And people don't know. Now y'all know. Now y'all know. I work hard, okay? Nothing was never given to me. Everything that I have, I've worked for. Everything I'm going to get, I deserve. I've earned it all. Everything I've earned it. I've I've been working Paying my tax dollars, okay? I'm a hard worker, y'all. Hard work pays off though, literally. Cause once I once I once I end up leaving TSC, I told y'all that didn't last long because it was just too much. That stuff was hurting my back. Putting bags in the machines and all uh, -uh, baby. That was not the job for me, okay? And then the Hilton, the hotel, they started hating on me. I was making more money than the managers. Mm Mm-hmm. They thought I wanted to be a manager. Nope. Keep me as an agent. I'm making more money than all y'all. So it started getting a little petty. I had to leave. And I said, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm going to do my own thing. I remember telling them that. I'm like, y'all going to see me again. I won't be in this uniform. i probably going to hire one of y'all to come fucking work for me. (laughs) I had to let them know, like, I'm taking my talent to south beach because they didn't deserve me they had me for a long time but they didn't appreciate me i was top tier at that hotel y'all i was top tier i'm gonna break that down in another episode but i was top tier there i had to leave i departed but y'all while i was also you know working at the hotel working at tsa uber and lifting and y'all i was on pop-up shops and that was like the evolution of accessories matter I was just working my ass off. I was working my ass off and me doing the pop-up shops. I was doing all of that. All of that in in 24 hours. Like I don't even know how I was making it happen, but I was making it happen. And I say that to say y'all if you're working at a job and and things are starting to um just get cloudy or it just is not happiness going to the job or you know, maybe it's your, your time to go. Maybe your time there has expired and it's time for you to, you know, start a new journey. Because it, like I said, it was a, it was a nice rodeo. It was a nice ride. But while I was there, I was developing and I was working on what I knew I wanted. And, you know, I was trying to save my job, but it was like, nah, I have other ways to get money. And literally doing those pop-up shops, that was the el- evolution of accessories matter literally the evolution so y'all all all i had was a doll and a dream (laughs) you've just listened to another episode of the ppp podcast what money the lounge for the poised paid and prospering woman the ppp podcast was recorded live in the studio with final editing before uploading Subscribe today to the PPP Podcast for more incredible content. Don't miss the next episode of the PPP Podcast with money on all mainstreaming platforms.